Welcome to Mike on Much. We're recording this on a Tuesday morning. There is a lot going on this morning. There is a lot going on in the studio right now. Oh, we got a new theme song, it feels like. Yeah, the Scorpions are in town tonight, baby. <laughs> this is rocky like a hurricane. Yeah, do your morning show bit. Oh, uh, welcome to Mike on Much. I'm, uh, what was it? Maniac Mike on the mic. No, I'm not good at this. Uh, you did it really good before. Well, you know, we were just messing around. Right, okay. uh, so for our listeners today in the studio, we have me. I'm your host, Mike Veerman. Uh, we have a... My friend and trusted producer, Max Kerman, we have our pop culture aficionado, Shane Cunningham, and joining us, I don't even know how many times he's been on our show now, but to settle a dispute that we have uh, was made very public on Instagram recently, we have The Nut. Yo, yo. Yep. And we have Erica working the ones and twos, but she does have a microphone. Because too. because The Nut is here, he took the fourth mic. Erica, mm-hmm. how's it going? Very good. How are you guys? Good. Did you just take the bus in from Hamilton? Yes, I did. I heard you were on the same bus as Shane. We were, but we didn't see each other. Where do you sit? On the on the bottom? Uh, top... Bottoms for people with disabilities. I hope you weren't on the bottom. <laughs> no, I was up top. Okay. Uh, yeah, in the middle of the top. Okay, I sit near the front. Okay. You're first off if you sit near the front. Maybe that's why I beat you. Okay, yeah. And you took the streetcar. I walked. Mm-hmm. Hard-hitting questions to start yeah. the show. <laughs> that's right. I, okay, I have a question off the top here. Uh, not... Yo. Everybody that follows us knows your real name now. They know what you do. I mean, we used to just sort of like hide your identity. Should we just keep referring to this nut, or like, is it okay if we slip and say your real name? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't really care. I like keeping the charade. It's radio, you know. It's nut. Yeah, exactly. It's, just nut. it's showbiz, nut. baby. Yeah, showbiz. That's right. Uh, so a lot is going on. We were going to talk about a bunch today. Uh, first, I got to say that uh, this week at Canadian Music Week, I'm going to be um, sort of opening and then doing a Q and A uh, with the audience for uh, Dave Grohl and his mother, Virginia Hanlon Grohl. She has a book uh, coming out called From Cradle to Stage and that's going to be awesome like Dave Grohl's coming to Toronto his mom's coming to Toronto uh, she's written this book about what it's like to be a rock star's mom and I'm going to be hanging with them uh, for CMW at uh... How many likes do you think you get on the photo with you and Dave? Oh right I'm going to probably get a you, photo you with You've thought about that right? I didn't I swear to God really? hand to heart no uh, I haven't there's been so much going on this week also like the Raptors are in the, the heart of a, a very heated battle I don't really think about much but basketball these days Max Do you think you'll get more likes if his mom's in the photo with you guys or do would you prefer to be like I just me and Dave Yeah, I, let, <laughs> No mom for sure I would never do that in a million years how would you even execute come on please <laughs> I, I want a photo with the mom and Dave you're, you're ruthless enough to somehow yeah, work that out I would out. do that but, but, but that <laughs> subject matter is funny to me when you're like when you want to get a photo, but there's like somebody who's like kind of just like happens to be in the room and you don't even really know them. They're like, oh, I'll get in the photo too. And you're like, oh, you're kind of ruining the photo. <laughs> You've thought about this, Shane. Well, Alex is really good at Photoshop now. <laughs> <laughs> so she can literally place herself anywhere, Photoshop anyone out. Like it's amazing. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you do the photo with both and then Photoshop. Take out. them out. Yeah. But I mean, really, what's interesting about this is his mom, Virginia, is the star. She's the author. Mm-hmm. She wrote the book. And uh, originally I was going to do the Q&A with her. She was going to be the one at Toronto. Uh, and then they're like, actually, we're not going to use Mike out. Uh, Dave's decided to come and do it. And we're like, oh, well, okay, I guess he's a you know, more important person than me to be asking the questions and more appropriate. Really. So are you, have you thought about, I mean, we'll talk about this, but how, you, how you're going to kind of insert yourself into the situation? Because you're going to introduce them. You're yeah. going to host the Q&A with the crowd. Yeah. I kind of come on. I, I come in at the top. I introduce them. They do their thing. Then I come on at the end. And then I, I facilitate the Q&A with the audience, which, again, I'm just happy to be in the building, you know. Well, you know, as you know, Mike, I, I pick and choose the interviews I'm going to show up for. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm definitely showing up for this one. Yeah. And I'm quite pleased with myself because um, our cows happen to be opening for The Who the night before in Buffalo. Yeah. So that's such a good talking point with Dave. I'm like, oh, hey, Dave, how's it going? Yeah, we met before. We uh, I sh- Just hanging out with uh, Roger and Pete. You know, just like, <laughs> like, who? I'm like, oh, you know, The Who? And we played with them last night. No big deal. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm equipped with that. That's that's Wait, pretty are good you thing. Be on stage with Mike. No, but I'll be hanging out back there, t- okay. looking for the fucking photo. As we yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. And somehow the photo will end up just being Max and Dave, and me and Virginia will be out of the photo. That's it's how you that- taking the photo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll be taking the photo of them three, and I'll be erased from history. Uh, okay, so that's happening. Uh, please come check it out. CMW is this great thing that uh, happens, obviously, here in Toronto. Great for music. Um, Lots of other things are going on. So we did see Avengers Endgame. We were talking about that we were going to review it today. I don't think that's happening. Shane and I saw it. Maxie, did you see it? Did not see it. Erica, did you see it? I did not. Well, Shane? It was a cool movie. I loved it. I liked it, yeah. It was Save so it. good. Save it. Yeah, we're not going to go deep okay. at all. I just wanted to let the people know. Yeah. Uh, you know, this. I feel like it's it's even better than your typical uh, superhero movie. You don't even have to see the other ones. Yeah, everybody's raving about that one. Feels real good. Yeah. I feel like Game of Thrones in their episode The Long Night could have taken some notes from uh, mm. old Game of Thrones uh, Endgame. And in fact, I feel like George R. R. Martin, the author of Game of Thrones, threw some shade at this season of Game of Thrones by praising 
uh, Avengers Endgame, and he goes, it was so amazing how they managed to do that battle and serve all of those characters. They did them all justice. Oh. So amazing to see that pulled off while not commenting at all about the last big uh, episode three of Game of Thrones. Ooh. A little bit of gossip for you there. Wow. Okay, so before we get to our topics, which today are going to be the Met Gala, uh, the the royal baby, uh, and then uh, I think we're going to talk a bit about Louis C.K., uh, who might be going back on the road again. Uh, before that, the reason the nut is here is because there was some controversy. Last Saturday, we were all out at a Raptors game, game one, Philly Raps mm-hmm. in Toronto. The nut was not here in Toronto with us. Rare. It's a rare, rare time where we were at a Raptors game. He wasn't there. He was in Hamilton. Yeah. And I was notified to this because in, a, in our group chat, my phone started blowing up. Now, should I frame the, the thing or do you just want to get into it, Nut? I mean, from your let's, let's just get into it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, the nut famously is good at getting us into things. So we should we should set the scene there in that, like, every time we need to get into a bar or we, we might need a ticket hookup of some sort, the nut is very helpful in facilitating that. He's had a couple epic failures, though. But- <laughs> oh, I knew it. <laughs> what, are, what are the epic failures? Oh, when we've been going around, like, and he's groveling, trying to get us into a place, and they won't let us in. He's like, I can't believe this. This is ridiculous. We, I don't like this bar anyways. And then we go to another bar, and then we can't get in there. Has no, that, has that actually ever happened? He's better than The one time we were on King Street. Uh, he's pretty good on King Street. Okay, the, well, he wasn't this time. Okay. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, I'd say your success rate, <laughs> to your credit nut, is uh, very high. So, anyway. Suck it, I get, a, I get a phone call <laughs> or a text message um, at 722. I'm at the Raptors game. I'm sitting with my dad, and he's like, hey, Max, I need to get into odds. Now, for our listeners, I'm a minority partner in a Hamilton sports bar called Odds. Shout out to Odds. Go to Odds. Check it out. And Not if you're virtual, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, good uh, luck getting in. Well, this is it. And it happened to be the night of, I think there was a Leafs game and a Raptors game, or was it just Raptors? It was game? just the Raptors game one against Philly. Yeah, so this is kind of peak hours. It's a Saturday night. It's a Saturday night, peak hours for a sports bar. It's a small place. There's about 40, uh, it's about 40 capacity. And it's 722, and you say, hey, I'm with my family in Hamilton. There's 10 or 12 of us. <laughs> there was 10 of us. 10 of us. And we're large people, generally. <laughs> <laughs> and I need to get into odds. I want to take my... And, and, and he's like, can you help me out? And I said, oh, God, like, I just know like it's going to be busy. So I call odds. Well, I send a bunch of text, frantic text messages to the owner, the other owners and the bar staff. No one's getting back to me. Frantic text? I was like, yo, anybody get back? Can anybody give me a hand with this thing? And by the way, I've never called in a favor there because I'm very... I'm just kind of a cheerleader for that place. Because who would ask for a favor at a bar and grill? Like, it's also not a place you call in a favor for. Right. But I needed to in this in this particular case because... Business is booming, apparently. Business is booming for a sports game. and um, The real sports of Hamilton, if you I, so, I, so they're like, yo, just call the per- the people working. So I actually called the bar. It's You can tell it's super loud there because they're in the middle of a, a big You can hear the rush. nut outside going, let me in! <laughs> Groveling, as Shane would say, to get in. Um... And it's and it's our friend Amy, who we all know, who's worked. Oh, she in, was the server there. She was the oh, server. Oh, okay. And she Amy stonewalled me. Amy stonewalled. And wow. Amy is the best. You love Amy. I we all love Amy. Is. Amy is probably like one of the star bartender servers of Hamilton. Everybody knows her, uh, and she's very good and fair. Great gal. And I said, hey, Adam's there with his family. Is there any way we can get him? And she's like, we have a line out the door. And so, and again, it's a small, tiny place. It's not just like standing room. It's like a, they're all tables. I know how much you make. So I can anyway. tell you to buy a small bar. You could have afforded a larger bar. <laughs> well, anyway, and so I told him I couldn't do it, and now you're mad at me. because It's uh, bullshit. It's not controversy. <laughs> it's bullshit. I don't really ask for much from this group of people, and, you know, Contrary to Shane's play-by-play, I mean, you go out once every three years anyway, so That's I'm not true. sure where you would have been to see us not be able to get in. Well, somewhere. the one time I went out, I didn't get in there. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's interesting. You don't remember it was on King Street and like you were like groveling? Uh, <laughs> none of those things ring a bell. Mm, no, right. but sure. Okay, groveling yeah. for sure. But uh, yeah, I just think like I've helped your band get into the fucking Olympics, for God's sakes. Like, <laughs> and I can't get into a bar and grill. I find it a little preposterous. The and Olympics it, is pretty exclusive. And that is true. Right? But what, what are they supposed to do? Break fire code and like kick families yes. out and let you in? That's right. That's the expectation. Yeah. I just feel like, you know, we take care of one another and to not be able to get in to grab some nachos at, uh, at my pal's bar. The issue was is that it was 722. If you'd give me a little bit more heads up yeah. for a 730 reservation, if you're like, hey, four o'clock, I know it's going to be busy, but I was like, okay, we can figure a way to make that happen. Yeah. 722, we're literally booting people out of the restaurant to have you. That's not a good look. See, this is what I hate about you. You are you're, you have like that kind, nice demeanor, so it's impossible to get mad at you without sounding like an asshole. But just like the amount of outrageous requests that you send me, like, hey, who do we 
show at the, the White House or I get like <laughs> the most outrageous request from you of all time. And then like I'm like, oh, you know what? Like Max has a new bar. I was I had a family pub crawl and everyone was out and excited. I was like, well, Max has a new bar. I'll take you there. They've got great nachos. And I couldn't get in for five minutes to have a nacho at your bar. That, you know, t- to be to be fair, that is a pretty accurate uh, impression of me. Oh, but yeah. Like, yeah. Who do we know at the but White literally, House? Like, a couple like, of weeks who do we like, know at? Bertie, the... how do I get a hold of Bill Simmons? And what happened? <laughs> yeah, he, got you a hold of Bill Simmons. He, What'd you do with Bill? No, nothing. But uh, I was curious if we knew anybody. But he made the connect. Yeah. So I, wow. so I'm sitting in the Raptors game trying to watch, and the phone starts blowing up in the group chat. And uh, so uh, the nut says, "Max can't even get me into the bar he owns." He goes, "After all the things I do, hey, can you get my family in odds, please?" And I get a no. And then he has the palm on the face. He says, "As you can imagine, I am furious." <laughs> Max goes, "It's the ten of you that makes it difficult." Nut goes, I got 30 champagne boys into Belfast at midnight on St. Patrick's Day. Don't give me your shit. Yeah. What's, why are we, I don't know. I don't That's true. I'm, I mean, that was, and that was Dan a Dan Hamilton cute. goes, and Belfast is tight on those fire regulations. Shout out. Virtual, all caps, tight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was an embarrassing moment for me. It wasn't as embarrassing, embarrassing as this King Street groveling that was bad. That, yeah. uh, that Shane brings up. But uh, I've never seen you so well, desperate. So it's funny because the problem is I'm also very loose with my relationships. So on <laughs> on like I don't care who like you guys know if you guys can then use people I know to get favors. Like I don't need to be the gatekeeper at all. Mm-hmm. So then yesterday or Sunday or whatever day the Raptors game was, uh, Max, who was just like burning through every favor in this city to get. Raptors access during this playoff run. <laughs> yeah, big time. There's like you're go, you're at every game for free. <laughs> this is some truth to that. Shoot, yeah. shoot, <laughs> shooting 100 in the city. Yeah. yeah Are right. you going tonight? I had tickets. I have to go to a dinner tonight. Were oh, those tickets? Did you scalp them? No, no. Oh. They, they were. were you those, have to give them back if you don't uh, use them when yeah. you in the free club. Over That's here. right. Those tickets were going to be free tonight. Yeah. That's right. Uh, so then on Saturday or Sunday, whenever the game was, we were going to go. We went to the park. It was Bobus's birthday, and Ash, manager Ash, had set up like a wonderful <laughs> picnic thing or whatever. And Max and Greg wanted to watch the game at Real at, Sports. At Real Sports. You uh, suggested it. Mike. I suggested the, it. the odds of Toronto, if you will, a little bit bigger. Uh, <laughs> fits more than forty people, and I can get into it. So <laughs> fits uh, like three hundred. Yeah, it's the bar connected to the Scotiabank Arena. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then what did you realize you were not able to do? Well, no, I, I got the hookup. No, but you wouldn't call me because oh, normally yeah. you would come to me for that. Oh, this is very true. I'm afraid of asking Burchell for any favors. Now, this is sort of the state of our relationship because typically like, hey, oh, Helen, can you uh, hook us up with this thing? But I know he's mad. You at call me. him Helen. Yeah, I call him Helen. His uh, name's Adam Burchell. You call him Helen Birdhill. Helen Birdhill. I don't it was, know it was, why. It was, it was a drunken Why typo. does he do any favors for you ever? <laughs> it's, it's an affectionate name. You call me Macy. I call you Helen. Yeah, it I like it. started in Memphis. Yeah. But I, there was an infamous MMVA shout out I got that you, you thanked Helen as part of your thing oh, that's right and then nobody knew i got no equity out of the the public thank you that's because right. nobody knew who the he fuck was standing helen was. outside the awards with nine of his family yeah, he couldn't, couldn't he, had, he didn't even get the thank <laughs> you like, he thanked a helen didn't yeah. thank an adam yeah. get out of here did get the trophy though right shane you did i did yeah, yeah congrats I, on I, that. thank you very much yeah speaking of getting into bars i was out uh, a few weekends ago and uh our friend uh acted in in your place basically because yeah. you're the kind of guy who'd get us into a thing and he went up he said some code words uh to the guy uh the bouncer and we walked right in so, so basically you need somebody for your listeners out there you need somebody in your crew to be the confident person and, and know a code word that we're not allowed to say yeah well to just to, to, yeah to be able to speak that language i guess maybe i'm not <laughs> as good at uh, getting into places as i thought nah, you are good though you're very good so you know a code word uh, something like that. <laughs> well, let, get, why, why don't we? Why do you never? Oh, you're coming out tonight, though. That's the rumor on the on the street. The rumor's true. I paid for tickets tonight. Yeah, sucker. <laughs> uh, but you're staying in Toronto. There's there's yeah. real. The city is a buzz that Shaney boys on the town. Tape. It's true. Well, yeah, the rumor's true. A it's buzz. out there. Yeah, this you're, episode's out today. People come out and say hi. Yeah. <laughs> We're very excited. Uh, Shane, myself, our friend Sean Dawson, and our friend Matt McPeak are, are going to the game tonight, the four of us. Uh, Nut will be there. And Sean, Peak, and Shane, for that matter, never come out in Toronto. So it's, it's, great. Uh, it's a pretty exciting night for everybody. Sean and Shane are getting tattoos tonight at 5 o'clock before the game. You mean Snake and Snake are getting tattoos. <laughs> they get matching tattoos. It's code word for uh, Snake tattoos where, we're getting. Where are you getting the tattoo? Uh, I don't know. No, no, he means like, do you mean on his body or the place, the establishment? No, on his body. Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah I was thinking maybe there's some space here. Oh, I'm just, the listeners love, <laughs> love I'm that. I'm pointing oh, at my uh, body for the listeners. Yeah. Uh, no, my arm. Okay, great. Left okay. arm. Well, to bring some closure to this before we move on to the topics, 
Maxi Nut. Like, where's where's this stand? Nat, do you still I, feel put out that they're not being respected? You must know it was, it was impossible. It was an no, impossible. No, I plan situation. on holding a grudge for. It's it's like the iPad incident before the Olympics. Let's where, not get into that. Yeah, We're not talk exactly. That. Where you stole yeah. my free iPad? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's the no, deal. We're not Here's, getting into that because that's not the truth either. Well, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Here's the deal. Here's here's what I would say. In this specific incident. Nobody would take your side in that. You had 10 people at a bar with a 45% capacity. true. You'd capacity. lose in the Twitter poll by 100%. By heart, by, by I heart. would lose too in a Twitter poll to you for any topic. No, people are rational and they just wouldn't uh, take sides with you. So but as like, an overall trend, you may have a case that Max does get so many great things because of you and, and it's not getting paid back to you. I, I say let's let the people decide. Let's put sure. it. Let's in do this a Twitter specific poll. instant. You're going to lose hard, man. Yeah, but but I will admit Cause, cause that you have been very helpful out. in many ways and you deserve a lot of credit for that too. I don't would want you the say it's easier to get into the Olympics than odds? <laughs> History would tell us it is. <laughs> Sample size, baby. That, that being said, the gold medal in nachos, odds. So yeah. check it out if you can. You have to go at like 11 a.m. on a Tuesday to get in the Giants. But... Get in. Hey, business is thriving, baby. <laughs> is it doing good? Uh, we could do a little better. But... <laughs> no. So people go check it out. Yeah. And, uh, and if you can't get in, just... Yeah, James uh, Street South. James and Augusta. Tweet, tweet, tweet Rezos or First Come, First Serve? I don't even know if we do. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Really hands-on businessman. Yeah, over there. I know. Yeah. Well, you know how I run things, yeah. generally speaking. Do you get a Do you get a tab? Is it like like a Goodfellas type movie where you just waltz in and like you know get whatever you want and then walk out? I think so. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I like that you don't even know that. Yeah. No, I do, but I'm yeah I'm not there that often. You have to talk to Nick. That's a Nick question. Nick and our band is also part of how it. How skinny he is? He doesn't eat anything for months. I know. So. He's just drinking soda water all day. There's a chin-up bar in the back, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Well, everybody, keep your chin up. We're going to get through this as friends. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that you came on. Uh, but stick around. Let's talk about topics, all right? Topics. Okay, yeah. so here on Freedom, we like to talk about lots of things. So we're going to start with the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. People love the damn Met Gala. This is uh, Anna Wintour's big thing. She gets to handpick the guest list. Is that the deal? Is I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know anything about the Met Gala, honestly. I thought it would be funny for like a bunch. Do you guys know anything about the Met Gala? Hey, wait, is this because I sent that picture of Harry Styles? Kind of, and yeah, Ash was it? like, Ash was like, I love the Met Gala. I thought it was it would be interesting to talk about the Met Gala because on Instagram, every celebrity is like mm-hmm. posting photos of times they've been to the Met Gala, like leading into the Met Gala, and it's an interesting uh, example of celebrities like trying to show off more than usual or show that they're part of this, ex- or they at one point were part of this exclusive club. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you, do, yeah. you, do you get a hint of that? More than any other celebrity event. Like, it's one thing to go to the Grammys or the Oscars or whatever, but this is, like, super rarefied air that I feel like celebrities... It's like when bands, like, well, this was us at Coachella a couple of years ago or whatever, like that kind of yeah. thing. Like, we got to go. Yeah, the Met Gala, formerly called the Costume Institute Gala, is also known as the Met Ball, is an annual fundraising gala for the benefit of the Metropolitan Museum of Arts Costume Institute in New York City. Marks the opening of the Costume Institute's annual fashion exhibit. Each year's uh, event celebrates the theme of that year's Costume Institute exhibit, and the exhibit uh, exhibition sets the tone uh, for the formal dress of the night, since guests are expected to choose their fashion to match the theme of the exhibit. So I believe it's like this extremely exclusive, like, hand-picked guest list. Like, I don't think the nut could get anybody into that. Uh no, I probably couldn't. Although it's it's funny you say that it's like bands talking about Coachella. Like the Met Gala is Coachella for rich celebrities, essentially. Yeah, totally. Because like in April, everyone's Instagram feed is just people who at one point went to Coachella, and it's like take me back, yeah, Coachella, whatever. <laughs> and it's literally the celebrity version of that. So hot take. It do, that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. And that it it is kind of a bunch of bullshit because the theme of the night was camp, right? It was like a camp theme, and not one person was dressed at all like a camper. Like I think. Katy Perry showed up in a fucking chandelier. Like camp, like outdoors sleeping, no, or like campy, camp, campy, like cheesy, like Batman Poom Pow. I think, oh, right. I think that's what it was. I, I don't know what the hell anybody looked like. I think it's like campy, like like cheesy. Oh, well, that's even... Not camping like uh, tents. I was looking forward to s'mores and shit like that. <laughs> well, the thing that set this off ultimately was that Harry Styles showed up in a very androgynous or like... Um, his outfit was not uh, gender specific. If anything, it leaned more, I guess... Uh, female and it was like this kind of lace piece that was an interesting look and i don't know is the internet making fun of him harry, are they, harry styles yeah are they championing him are they is, are they is it a bold i think choice? the more absurd the better like i was going through the photos this morning and it was just like the craziest like tim burton looking costumes ever like so i think that's the point and i think yeah, it, this I year was especially absurd i don't think other years the theme has been camp where it's like you're supposed to dress up like you're in a tim burton movie like this year people were really being wacky I think every year it's like this, though. To this degree, though? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. That's why this event is such a, a no, visual... No, I know people get 
dressed up and look really I think oh. every year it's over the top Lady Gaga stupid yeah. shit. Yeah, meat dresses and <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Except, well, the reason I thought this was a funny topic, I, I, I didn't even know the Met Gala was going on or anything. I was just like, Harry's in a silly shirt, guys. Let's talk about it. And then, and then I sent it to the group and uh, Ashley was like, Met Gala, great. I was like, Met Gala? Yeah, Madrash wanted us to talk about Met And then Gala I looked so at everyone else was dressing silly, and then all of a sudden it wasn't very funny that Harry was dress- wearing yeah, his funny Yeah, he was shirt. actually one of the more serious guys, it turned out. Exactly. <laughs> well, he was his, his outfit was muted by comparison. Well, speaking of that, Subtle. there was uh, two funny moments, I thought. Um, a classic example of Kanye zigging while everyone zags. Uh, Kanye just showed up in a, like a black buttoned-up shirt. He looked- a, a Dickies outfit, yeah. like a Dickies jacket and jeans. It was kind of shiny, though. <laughs> it yeah. reminds me of like extended relatives that show up to your wedding and everyone's in a suit but then it's like the one relative that literally just wears like a Hawaiian shirt or something like they don't they're not changing for shit Do yeah you know but I mean? also uh, Cardi probably knew that he would get more attention by doing the thing because if he dressed up super absurd he just blend in with everybody else yep but in some ways it's like he should lose his invite then yeah, maybe like, you, like this is a big like embrace the theme or embrace what everybody's doing because here's the thing is if everybody was like no I'm cool like Kanye and I'm gonna be different when it's like you're, this is a specific thing. He's like, it just feels so like, um, I don't know. Everybody could do it, kind of, like everyone could just not try, and then it's like it works. You yeah, know? But, like it's but such knows, a cop out. No, but he knows that he's the only. He'd be one of the only people that would do that, which kind of makes him stand out in his own way, in his own artistic statement. That's what makes him unique. Mm. I don't know. Also, the other person who did it was Frank Ocean, who, who everyone said just looked like a security guard. <laughs> he had like a very security guard looking outfit on. I thought it was kind of entertaining. Hey, Erica, uh, do you pay attention to this? Not at all. Oh, you don't care, eh? No, but I saw uh, Kendall and Kylie. Mm. It looks good. Yeah? Yeah, I love Kendall. Erica, would you say you're more of a Victoria's Secret fashion show kind of gal? Mm, no. Not on either of those wavelengths? No. Interesting. The Victoria's Secret fashion show... <laughs> I thought it got canceled last year. Oh, really? Did well, because they said they'll never have trans models or like anyone other than like a cisgendered woman really? ever in the show. Yeah. I'm never so, shopping there ever again. Yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. You didn't look so good in the outfits anyway, Matt. I could pull it off. <laughs> I'm naturally curvy. <laughs> Just get me some glittery the wings. green of our generation. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah, do we have anything to say about Yeah, Gala? so Met Gala, keep it or toss it? <laughs> <laughs> should it stay or should it go? Morning radio. Well, I think like it is interesting. It's like, you know, obviously royalty in England is this big sort of pastime. It's this thing that people can look to as like, I don't know what, what it is that people get out of like the monarchy, if it's aspirational or just something to sort of pass the time or something to gossip about. I guess in America, obviously celebrities are our version of royalty and the Met Gala is sort of like this opulent thing that we all get to look at the photos and be like, oh, imagine to be so exclusive and so beautiful and, and, and so important. Do you think that these things are like um, good and inherent to American culture in a time when we're always talking about inequality of like wealth and how people are struggling. Like, do we still need nice things? And is it important? I don't mind a couple nice things. I like nice things. Yeah. yeah. You like iPads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Especially when laughs> don't, break it. don't break it up. Um, yeah, but you're right. I mean, like, what's the fine line? I mean, in terms of, I mean, that whole conversation, there, there's a million other like, way more egregious things in like one night of the year where people like dress up in an arty kind of way. Mm-hmm. And the charities um, for the arts too, though I believe. So yeah, it's like that's true. you know, I think. And by the way, my opinion personally is like I do think we need like if you don't have the arts, like the arts is sort of like um, to me sort of a sign of a healthy society. It means that we've done so well sort of collectively that we can afford to have these things. We're not mm-hmm. in a wartime or super poverty or whatever. But I do wonder like when the and maybe this is like a, a Twitter echo chamber. There's this sort of like real push for like a, an equalization of wealth. It's interesting that we still sort of like celebrate these things and they're so popular. Too. There's there's definitely a narrative I saw on the internet like in real time. Last last night where people were complaining about how like you know a bunch of billionaires who control art that they stole from other cultures are celebrating themselves mm. <laughs> uh, interesting i like to look at people in silly shirts as shane would say like harry yeah. styles i'm all for it and everyone can donate a buck mm. oh, for this is donate your... a buck day yeah. which we gotta we gotta get that date down apparently there's a rival charity that Called does giving some, tuesday giving tuesday but yeah. i think we can take it down <laughs> <laughs> so what's a good month where there is no I think every Tuesday is every Tuesday though for the whole yeah. year no it, th- well that's not going to work then okay December. it's in December yeah people oh. money's flowing in December the holidays everything people I feel are doing like people well. are strapped for cash no corporate December. giving no, though yeah, a lot bonuses of bonuses cor- come in yeah, and oh. corporations have to hit their, their threshold for giving so a yeah. lot of charities do fundraising in December to get that yeah. low hanging fruit Okay, well, let's pick a day in December then. December 10th work? 
<laughs> Why December 10th? I don't know. Feels like a nice number. I, I, uh, I stopped listening to the show a long time ago, so I'm unfamiliar with uh, Buck Day or whatever well, you're calling it. I'm starting a charity where everyone just <laughs> finally give- a side project for you, <laughs> <laughs> where everyone gives a dollar on a day, and uh, it's called Buck a Day Day. And what does the dollar go to? <laughs> wow, is this the elevator pitch? <laughs> Shit! Good luck, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and then we uh, we give all the money to uh, charity. <laughs> <laughs> really thought this through i am in <laughs> the worst episode of shark tank ever well, you're always going about I will invest yeah i'm in um, um yeah well aren't you always going on about occam's razor or yeah sometimes the simplest explanation is the uh there you go what's more come on don't over uh complicate it don't overthink it i'm Richie. in buck day but all right me up. Day. so uh let's segue to uh speaking of opulence and uh extreme wealth the royal baby oh uh, yeah so harry Another one i don't really care about yeah. you picked I know, I know. You come in here, you said the Met Gala Royal Baby, and now two for two, you've gone, I don't really have an opinion. So you think there shouldn't be a royal baby? (laughs) Should the the royals keep procreating? That is the topic today. Max, that's a heavy stance to take. take. Wow. Down with the monarchy. Yeah, we don't care about the monarchy. Do do we? Do, oh, I care big time. Oh, really? Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm so, I think I think not grew up in a home maybe where they like yeah. had like the commendable like plates with like the picture of Princess Diana. Hundred percent. I yeah. knew that about you. Actually, yeah, yeah. we do have a picture of the Queen of England in our basement somewhere. As you should, like next to the <laughs> if it was next in the to the laundry. Room, but then you know, <laughs> yeah. through time, God save the Queen. But why do we care about the monarchy? Uh, I don't know if we should actually care. I just think that the queen gets a gets a bad rap. Like you know, she's <laughs> I, I do. She's worthy of our sympathies, guys. She's had a tough go. So she's underrated. Uh, the, uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> a, that's a hot take. I take the queen is underrated. Yeah, she's given her whole life to public service. I think that that's oh, wait. Nice. Okay, she has. You know what? If anything, I actually kind of feel bad for the royal family because you're just born into. It. You had no choice in the matter. Yeah, and you were like just assigned. Well, I mean, as far as life outcomes go, I guess they're fortunate. But also, it's a it's a pretty heavy burden. I think big time. Like, I mean, I mean, there's some people that obviously would be like, "Oh, this is sick," and on a certain level, it's all that you know if you're born into it. But it's also it's like, I'm actually more confused by people who want to marry into it. Like, if you're Meghan Markle, you could have had any dude. But kids are raised, like especially little girls, to be princesses. I suppose. I guess you can actually. Are you are you raising your child to subscribe to stereotypical gender norms? No way. We're what? trying to make her to be the first woman in the NBA. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's actually what the bucket <laughs> day donations for. Yeah, her yeah, training. A training camp. <laughs> it's a worthy cause. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're a sports family, and all of Alex's uh, female relatives were. Hall of Fame like sports athletes, so we're very hopeful. So, what kind of children's shows uh, do you guys watch in the Cunningham house? You dress her in the 1998 pink? finals on <laughs> yeah. with Michael Jordan. Best of Carl Malone. Well, I have this uh, Jason Williams compilation tape where it's eight hours long. I literally just have a this. passing. Yeah, of yeah. him doing all of his best passes from his college days to through every year of his NBA career, and it's it's eight hours long. And so. you just put that on and sit her in front of the. Well, TV. that was my original plan. I had it in a little iPad, but then Alex said no screen time. So, oh yeah. Wow. I didn't know babies weren't really supposed to be staring at screens all day. So, I, that's funny you yeah. say that. I have a. I showed you this photo the other day. So like I, I was like hanging with my daughter for the, it was like a Sunday, and so I went and like got a Domino's and then came back home and Danica was out running errands and then she was like, oh, how are things going with the baby? And I took a photo and it was like the Domino's, like my cheesy bread, the baby in like her little like thing, and then the TV had like the Buck Celtics game on and the baby was just like two feet in front of it staring at the TV. It was like the most classic dad afternoon, yeah. and I was gonna post it on Instagram, but I didn't because I felt like the world would judge me for the screen oh. time. But in the photo, she's looking at you. She is because I said Winnie, and then she immediately went but back. But you could to always s- maintain that she was looking at you the whole time. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'll just lie. She's just trained. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, you don't watch uh, like she doesn't watch quote unquote little girl shows. Oh no 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 no. But but to Shane's point, in a larger sense, like we limit screen time for sure. We just don't want her staring at her phones or at yeah. her like. Yeah, it was. We- yeah, yeah. I mean, that's all the conversation in itself. But yeah, I was like in the elevator the other day. I think in your building, and there's like a little kid, like just like. Like staring at his little uh, iPhone, yeah, or whatever. Like, there's kids are on the phone. A little kid like, had an iPhone, yeah, or whatever it is. Like, wow. an iPad. or the parents give him the phone and they go yeah. through it. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, but I mean, Sesame Street's a good show. I like watching that. We we PVR Sesame Street. That's on the it's just so watch that's that okay on screen. Yeah. You give her a half hour of Sesame Street. That letter cool. of the day song is so catchy. Eh? <laughs> I haven't I haven't watched it. Oh, no. Danica and, and the baby watch it. Oh, okay, yeah. I got um, a job, bro. But I guess you watch when you go home. Yeah, I'm watching it on weekends. 
So uh, back to the royal baby for a second. Yeah. So Give me the first half or part part black baby too. Mm, what? What do you think of that? Well, a quarter black probably, right? Well, she's the first sort of uh, mixed person to marry into the royal family. Yeah. That's why it was such a huge deal for people because it's like you didn't know Meghan Markle was black. No. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news. I. It is hot. What hot did you news think? For me. Tan. I thought I didn't. Have you ever seen a photo of her? Uh, yeah, I used to watch Suits all the time. Oh, wow. What did you think she was? An attractive woman? Wow. I don't know. Like, yeah, that doesn't see color, guys. <laughs> Love is mine. Yeah. Uh, no, hey, good. That's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just had no idea that that's really taken me by surprise here. You it's know, like that episode of Seinfeld where Elaine and her boyfriend both think that they're in a mixed uh, race <laughs> yeah, relationship, right. and they're just not. I have a history of thinking that uh, people who definitely aren't Asian are Asian. Like M- Mike D's first girlfriend uh, was an Italian girl. I was like, it's really cool you're dating an Asian Well, <laughs> this is this I is thought true. Lights was Asian, but too. The, but it's only Lights? I thought Lights was Asian. Well, I will first. say for the first, I, I actually only found out a week ago that Mike is of Asian descent. Uh, yeah, Indonesian. You didn't know that? I'm well, I was just like, that's a cute baby you have. Like, you know, I was kind of just like, because she, because Winnie has like some, some pretty like. She looks. Some Asian unique. characters. I'm yeah, afraid definitely. to say the wrong thing, but she's cute as fuck, this kid. And, uh, but I was like, wow, like she's, yeah, she's got some real like Asian, you know, physical qualities. And I had no idea that your, that your dad, I guess, your side of the family was. Indonesian. A, Indonesian. That's yeah. what it is. Because yeah. I thought you were from Holland. Well, we're Dutch Indonesian, so it's a mix. It's like, the, yeah. So I mean, we talked about this uh, on another pod, but so yeah, essentially, it's like uh, it's Dutch, French, and then Indonesian. But yeah. So my point is, if I didn't know that Mike was Asian, I certainly didn't know that Meghan Markle was black. But wow. uh, great. Well, we're learning a lot on yeah. this episode. Yeah. Uh, I actually, I speaking of that, I got uh, my sister sent me uh, twenty three or ancestry.ca results, which is you also, did them. Oh, I'm getting my mom that for Mother's Day. Well, yeah. Oh, I you sent your DNA to them, Max? I see. Here's the thing. I didn't, but my sister did. That She's your DNA. Yeah. And, then, and then my and then my sister sent. I was like, oh man, I should probably get mine done too. And then I was like, wait a second, <laughs> we got the same. <laughs> but that's DNA. not true. I really? thought that too. It can be. How can that be true? Your genetics can be split up differently. So your the way your parents' uh, genes are, you can get a, a abnormal amount from your dad. And one sibling, and the other person can get very little from the dad, and can can get more from the mom. So the percentages are different, but the, yeah. the building blocks have to be the same. Yeah, I was listening to this on Joe Rogan, and he was explaining it. And maybe right. Ancestry.com or Twenty Three Me are a sponsor, and he's trying to get everyone to just buy more. Yeah, but. no, no, you, yeah, you and your siblings all have to do the test, or yeah. else it's not exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, so Max, hit us with it. I'm so, excited. I mean, it's not that. Um, Surprising to be honest. So I'm 50% European Jewish. So that's my dad's side. He's like, because he got his thing done recently. And so he was like, he was so disappointed. He was like, I was hoping it'd be something kind of exciting, like a yeah. little bit of African or Asian, nothing. He's 100% Ashkenazi Jew. I never, never know how to say Ashkenazi. You know, Ashkenazi. Don't know either. It's, yeah, it's, no, it's, it's, it it's like if you're like a Eastern European Jewish person. So, cool. so Russian, Polish, whatever. And then, and then 32% uh, England, Wales, Northwestern Europe. 11% France. Bonjour. Comment ça va? Uh, 5%. Uh, Only 11% with that accent? Wow. I can, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 5% Irish, Scottish, and then 2% Eastern Europe and Russia. That's all I got. So, You're very European. Well, guess yeah. what? What? I'm part Jew. Come on. You're part of the tribe? Yeah. 4%. Come on. Yeah. That's Hey, congrats, buddy. Yeah. Okay, am I allowed to say that word? Yeah, uh, percent short oh. form uh, Jewish Jew. Well, here's the thing: Louis C.K. has this whole bit uh, about that word specifically. It's like, it kind of depends on how you say the word. Because mm-hmm. um, if you're like you Jew, like that's <laughs> yeah, I wasn't saying it like that. No, no. But if you're like oh, I'm a Jew, like it, mm-hmm. it kind of depends and on the. Yeah. If there is a moral compass, we should be looking to today. It's Louis C.K. <laughs> well, for sure. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's, but that's well, we're the segueing bit. into the, in, him next. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to get into Louis C.K. In but I'm a Jew. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> But you know, but but yeah, you know, uh, the, the Jewish people have this uh, rule that it only gets passed on if it's your mom's side, and it's, in my case, it's my dad's side. So I don't get to call myself. So a Jewish I'm person. more Jewish. If than it's on you. your mom's side, you might be. Yeah, I don't know. You don't know. Then look at is. the splits. Uh huh. Well, my favorite uh, uh, becoming a Jewish person story is our friend John Populus. You heard of this, right? <laughs> yeah. You know the story. right? He's our co-host on the Pedestal, the movie podcast we do. Go check it out. Me, Shane, and John so tell me. Populus. Oh, so you so, were in the room. So John. Sometimes um, I'm not listening. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so so John uh, grew up in a Jewish neighborhood and always kind of considers himself an honorary Jewish guy because all of his that's friends his whole crew is all up. Jewish guys. Yeah. Turns out that his like grandpa was adopted and is actually Jewish. So he's his whole life thought he was, he was very. Greek guy because yeah. John Pop is and he looks like a big Greek guy yeah. too. 
but he turns out he's like 50% or 25% Jewish. Wow. And so he was so excited. It made him so happy. And he called his friends. He's like, and this is after being friends with these guys for like 20 years at this point. Like, guys, you'll never guess. I'm, I'm part of the tribe. He was so excited. Oh, he really bought it. And I couldn't get a hold of him on Passover. It was crazy. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, Man, I just, I, I, we got these kits and I haven't done them yet. I really hope I'm Jewish. I yeah. want to know what your you situation is now. Yeah, well, fingers crossed for mm-hmm. Jewish. I know. You <laughs> grow a good beard. <laughs> Let's go. Right? Yeah. Is you, that a Jewish you, you, quality? No, but I'm saying you could be like Viking or something. No, he's right? Icelandic. No, you could, you, you, yeah. if you wore that, the Jewish hat. You what could, is that little hat called? Uh, the yarmulke. Yarmulke. Yeah. Would it be weird if I started wearing one? Oh my God. For 4%? <laughs> 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 it has the four percent number on it. <laughs> it's embroidered. <laughs> He's very proud. Uh, yeah, I I don't think I'd ever do an ancestor. Uh, maybe I would. I don't know. Why wouldn't you? I don't know. I feel weird about sending my DNA into a company. I think uh, it's uh, more for like white guys who are worried they have nothing interesting going on with them. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you already have something it. cool going on, you're not like I really want to see. <laughs> but yeah, you, like I'm happy with my uh, my my. They they do that genetic background. testing too, though, where you can see if you're like predisposed. Predisposed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's. Uh, do they do spelling? Well, <laughs> I apparently have a bad phonetic gene, uh, but yeah, like uh, uh, apparently they'll tell you if you have like like cancerous traits and oh, things sure. like. Oh like, wow! But then apparently craziness uh the insurance company can then request access to that yeah. and deny you coverage so it's this a real slippery saying, there's some big man. brother shit going on for there's sure there's some big yeah. brother shit no, yeah sure. okay so uh, the royal baby ultimately there's a huge everybody's excited about it we uh, don't know the name yet you're not into the monarch max even though there's a, there, there's some english in you i think you said yeah uh you are into it your family's into it yeah so let, so so question for the the group then if you have to save either the met gala or the royal baby or the royal baby or the monarchy? I mean, the monarchy, sure. Yeah, well, okay. We would all say the, the baby. Save the baby. Yeah. Do, do we? Would we rather the monarchy or oh, the Met Gala? This is good. Imagine the baby was at the Met Gala, <laughs> like right out the womb. Did just dress it? <laughs> Probably a little, got an like, invite. A crazy outfit. Um, no, but I would save the baby. Well, no, 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 no. The institution of the monarchy. Would you get rid of that or the Met Gala? Oh, we're not killing people. No, no, no. Okay. Um, jeez. I, Mon- I would lose the Met Gala because the the monarchy is important to Birchall. <laughs> that's a good friend that's very nice that's a Shane. good friend yeah yeah god save the queen yeah I, I mean you know monarchies have been around for centuries and centuries and it's basically yeah. you know society's been built on them the met gala's one night monarchies forever <laughs> <laughs> moving forward moving forward okay uh royal baby we'll find out their name soon it's a little boy uh congratulations to harry and megan um the Louis C.K. thing. Uh, so I'm just going to call up exactly what it was because I sent this to, I believe, was it to you and uh, Shane Max? Was it just yeah. you guys? So, yeah, before we get into Louis C.K., though, I just want to say that, like, any kind of broader Me Too conversation, obviously, we, there should be many different voices in the room. And right now there's four white dudes and Erica in the room. So I just want to uh, say that. And I'm more interested in having a conversation about sort of like the nature of how comedy uh, is... Um, kind of put out into the world and and the context of Louis C.K. doing that. Okay, so Louis C.K., uh, this is what we're going to talk about. Uh, Louis C.K. is performing in Minneapolis soon, and the comedy club sent out a notice because he doesn't post tour dates anymore. In addition to adding uh, Yondor pouches to his gigs, meaning those are the things you have to put your phone in, you can't bring your phone into the club. Uh, that's what we had to do before we went and saw Dave Chappelle and John Mayer. Uh, he also requires them to share this copyright notice that I have never seen before, uh, seen a comedian share or post. This is James Stonewall or Shotwall on Twitter posted this. So basically, now when you go to this comedy club, you have to look at this uh, notice, and I guess you are implicit in that you have to sort of abide by it if you go to the show. But it says, copyright, Louis C.K. owns all rights in the content and materials, including any jokes and sketches, the materials delivered during these performances. The materials may not be copied, translated, transmitted, displayed, distributed, or reproduced verbatim. That would be like if we were to do a bit on the pod here or talk about what he did. Um in whole or in part, in any form, media, or technology, now known or later developed, without the express prior written consent of Louis C.K., any use of the materials without the express prior written consent of Louis C.K. is strictly privileged and shall be subject to all you know, prosecution mm-hmm. laws. And uh, Padma uh, Lakshmi said, oh, so now Louis C.K. cares about consent. Boom. Funny joke, yeah. obviously. Um, but I guess, what did we want to discuss? Well, this stems probably from the fact that 
his one of his newer bits in the last year was leaked. Yeah, what one was that? It was the one uh, about, he, 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 he did about a, the, the shooting, and he was yes, saying the that Parkland kids. That kid just because you survive a shooting doesn't mean you should be given a platform. And he's like, oh, so you uh, hid in front of the fat kid, and they got shot, and now you doesn't make yeah, you special. He, he was, yeah, was kind of going after the Parkland. It had it was headlines for a couple of days. Well, it was a bad look. It is so obviously so even if let's say that hadn't been Louis C.K. that did that bit. Let's say it was I don't care. Kevin Hart, yeah. right? Kevin, it's not really his style, but let's say it was, right? Any That bit in print is always going to be brutal, and maybe it was going to be brutal regardless of how it's performed. But I, I, I guess this is kind of interesting because it's like, it's the idea of policing what you see. It's like if I go to a concert and then I want to talk to you guys about it in a public forum, he's trying to take away any and all discussion of his specific content, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting to me. Even if it wasn't Louis C.K. and all of his baggage and his sort of, But you know, for good reason. Because everyone is scrutinizing his content before it's fully formed. And if you're a comedian and you're just doing like a controversial bit, which Louis C.K. does, before you actually have it exactly right, it's not going to be how it's going to end up, which is probably a lot better than the impetus of the joke. So, yeah. And everyone just wants to uh, put down the joke because it's Louis C.K. who's very vilified right now and it's popular to put him down. And it's the joke's not done, so of course it's going to be bad. Yeah, there's there's two conversations happening at once here. The, the first thing is the idea that comedians go to like big comedians go to small clubs to work on material, and a lot of times they're just trying shit out. And they'd admit that like ask any comedian, it's like this is not the material that would make my special. This is just. In fact, this. they'll say this is bad. Please do not record this. This is going to. Get I, I'm, I'm working through it. Yeah. So 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 that I think is a universal truth for all comedians. So that's one conversation, and and, and why any comedian would go. Like yeah, please don't record. Like you do, you don't have the, the the right to record it in this medium. And then the other conversation is Louis K. Louis C. K. Himself, and when do we have any patience for him being a public person anymore? And that varies from person to person. And it, but but you see how it's like they're the two kind of cloud each other. They become conflated. Yeah, yeah. it becomes a Louis C. K. Thing when really it's sort of like a comedian thing. Yeah, but but then it depends on how you want to look at it. If you have no patience for Louis C. K. and think he never deserves a comeback, if that's your take, then him going, oh please don't share my thing, you'd be like, fuck you, I don't care. You've hurt a lot of people and you didn't apologize for it. And well, he did an apology it. that just wasn't appreciated sure, whatever, because yeah. it wasn't a proper apology. And we can get into the merits of that too. Anyway, it's it's an interesting conversation because there's a few different things happening it is interesting yeah because like a person like dr dre he seems to be okay like i i don't think what about dr dre well he beat the shit out of a woman threw down the stairs kobe at a rape charge won an oscar yeah so it's interesting what and you you know i would say louis ck's offense was far lesser than that of kobe or dr dre yeah than than a physical i mean yeah i mean yeah you're getting to the idea of how society picks and chooses who who gets well, you just know, in severity, and I think uh, Lucy K got mixed up with the Bill Cosby situation. It's hard for me to discern the difference between him and Bill Cosby, even. Wait, like, I'm like, mean? oh, they all did the same thing. Oh, kind sure, of. yeah. Like, I don't even 100%, like, it got really muddled on what actually happened. Like, he, he, he was, I guess, I guess when you break it down, he was just, he was asking women if he could masturbate in front of them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it wasn't as like a No, I'm not saying that's great, attack. but I'm saying women are like have been raped by celebrities yeah, and then they've still, won Oscars. It's bullshit though. And I think Of that, course, like, no no one's wait, no one's arguing that. Yeah, and I think that like for Louis my take on it is like you've kind of lost the right for people. Like you've kind of lost the right for public courtesy at that point. Like so to hide behind this bullshit, don't share my copyrights like because you're afraid that people are going to attack you. Like, fuck off. You don't get that luxury anymore. If you want to still go out there, I'm not suggesting you don't have the right to go out and earn a living, but to hide behind this facade of, like, copyright infringement. Like, you've but that's it. not hiding behind it. But, like, that, he's just going back to the rules of comedy on that one. So it's like... He's trying know, to litigate the rules of comedy. Yeah, it's... I don't know. I, I, it's like... It, no one's ever seen that kind of notice before. No. It's just... It's, well, it's, Dave, Dave Chappelle does stuff like this, too. Well, for sure. Very... Like, the not sharing so the bits don't get out so people buy a ticket to come see the but show. But I'm going to sue you if you tell people my jokes. Like, it's... Yeah, I... I don't know. I just think that he's on the wrong side of history. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, he he's making a bad public relations move there. It's that's like, what, like, that's like, like it he he's handled uh, this whole situation probably yeah. pretty badly. Even like, well, it's very hypocritical. It's like, yeah, well, and he just he he ought to have known that by putting that thing up, he's going to be up for public scrutiny. It's like by by telling people to put the phones in the bags, you think okay, that that's that's a fair precaution. Other 
comedians do this extra thing everyone's like okay well it's because what you do is you do the natural thought process you go okay so what, what would happen if say like you, you go to the show and then you want to talk about it on a podcast he finds out you talked about his like four major bits on a podcast then he's going to sue you that's the implication of this notice basically it's like you talked about my creative work and you're not you're not allowed to on your form it's my creative work meaning it can't be revealed until either released on my website or on netflix or whatever it's an interesting to me operating paradigm that is kind of different it's always been implicit meaning like don't don't ruin a, a comedian's bits on your podcast because it's bad form it's a shitty it's it's a shitty way to operate and a shitty totally. thing to do right yeah. it's interesting that he's taking it a step further and he's basically saying i will now sue you if you've done that that's never happened in comedy before where they're basically saying this is an actionable thing if you you know we saw kevin hart uh, in that basement at just for laughs shane two years ago right and then we saw him last year at the bell center do the exact same bit he was working it we saw a bit in three phases so the first stage in a basement with like 40 people uh, which you wouldn't have been able to get nut into if he was outside of this family <laughs> with 10 people. And then we saw it the next year at the Bell Center, so a massive arena in Montreal. The exact same bit, but a little bit more refined and changed. And then he just came out with it on Netflix. Fascinating to see those three phases, which we could get into. But ultimately, what Louis is doing is he's saying, that first time you guys saw it two years ago, when you went on your podcast and talked about it, I don't think we, we, we blew his bits up. I don't think we did, but maybe we did a little bit. You know, <laughs> That is now Louis saying, if you do that with my shit, I because if you. we did talk about it, it would, and we were the only outlet to talk about it, it would probably be headline news. Yeah. Because a lot of uh, popular radio stations and podcasts were talking to just people in the audience like they were celebrity. Right. And trying to mine the entire bit. But to your point, Birchall, I guess he maybe he doesn't have that right anymore. I, I or, or maybe he shouldn't have that right. And should he ever even be able to perform stand-up, do you think, again? Yeah, I think that people, I'm a big believer in like consumer choice. So if people want to go see Louis C.K., that's on them. Absolutely. Great. Go see it. Go see it. But like to, to, to be in his position and then, you know, try to force this, you know, this uh, courtesy, if you will. I mean, I don't, I don't think anybody, if, if the, Louis C.K. never had been a bad dude, I don't think anybody would be talking about this. They'd be like, oh, Louis C.K., he's the biggest comic in the world right now and he's protecting his, his jokes. People are like, okay. That's right. an interesting thought. Yeah. I yeah. guess that's what I'm getting to. Is this, an, is this like, a, an, is this how it's going to be going forward? Meaning when you go to a Dave Chappelle show, They'll basically. I think, like, I think a lot of people would go. Okay, that's lawsuit. Fair enough. I think. I, yeah, or, that's an interesting people, point. yeah, because people, yeah, want to protect themselves. Erica, what do you think? Yeah, it's, it almost seems to me like this is him bringing in, um, like security. You know what I mean? Mm. Not like for every other comedian in the world, it's sort of an unspoken thing that nobody would do this. But now Louis C.K. might see, might think he has his target on his back, so he has to do something like this in order to protect himself to continue working in comedy yeah, yeah. I, you know i was at the comedy store a couple months ago in la and ali wong dropped in to do a set and ali wong's one of the biggest comics in the world right yeah. now and and she made it clear that she was like i mean they at the beginning of each show the mc comes on and says absolutely no filming any comic here tonight if you get caught you're booted so and then and that is reiterated on signs as you walk in if you, and if you've been there more than once you know that's the rule Ali Wong's on stage. She sees out of the corner of her eye in the corner a fan filming her set. Whoa. And she says, hey, can you put your phone put your phone away? That's not fucking cool. And scolded the fan. And everybody wanted that fan probably to get booted. Um, yeah. So this is. It was actually Louis C.K. getting bits. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we at the Kevin Hart show, we saw people getting kicked out. That had snuck. No. So basically, they pouched all of our phones, right? I mean, this was crazy. That was like, oh, Kevin Hart. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you were talking about, uh, yeah. So the Kevin Hart Arena show, they pouched all the yeah. shows, and anybody that managed to sneak them in, there was actually a drunk woman, like a middle-aged woman. That was, I don't know if she just like snuck in and was so drunk she didn't care, but she was waving that thing around like crazy, and we were like, oh, she is going to get busted. Sure enough, uh, like, a, uh, like an usher comes up with like a yellow vest, they put their hand up. And then security comes in and they're going to remove the woman. But she was like, she was dressed to the nines. Like this was her night out. She had her glass of wine. She was with her girlfriend. Remember this Shaney boy? Yeah. Well, I remember too, one of his buddies front row just took out to take a quick little photo and it was like, they had to kick him out. Yeah. And Mm. Kevin Hart didn't want him to get kicked out, but he had to because that was so much uh, ingrained as the rule. They were dead serious, man. It's a new era of comedy. Yeah. Well, you know what's interesting? um, Because Aziz is back and Aziz, obviously we're, we're talking about these sort of not crimes but these misdeeds to various degrees and he's he seemed to have handled his little stumble or whatever you want to call it because he, he famously went on a bad date and was sort of called out for it um is, I, I, I don't want to be insensitive with the language by the way just for our listeners. i know it's always it may, maybe it was, to talk yeah, about by the way things. we but should we should let our listeners know it is uh 
definitely the context of like four white guys talking about this and Erica piping in occasionally is is what it is and we acknowledge <laughs> that privilege that we have. Um, I was going to ask you, do you guys get nervous talking about this? Because as like somebody who doesn't do this often, I'm sitting here being like, oh, God, no, sweating it, buckets. I really <laughs> am. No, it's uh, no, for sure. And I think um, having a female voice or other voices in the room for these conversations are obviously uh, very important. And we probably should have. Well, I think when it. you're talking about an opinion too, uh, people just think you need to have the right opinion. You're, they're like, what do you think about this? But there's only one right answer sometimes. You're allowed, I think, to have a wrong opinion and be wrong. And if, I think if you say up front, like, I could be wrong about this, but... Uh-huh. And that's what I'm trying to say more and more because sure. I find I'm more wrong than, than right. Yeah. No, I think, I think there's merit to, yeah, having conversations and, and learning, learning from each other. And I think that's the, probably the best part of this podcast is everybody is pretty open to being wrong. But to Virtual's point, there's always a concern because we do have a platform and we do represent ourselves. And so it's like, you you do worry about misstepping. Why? Because all we ever read about on Twitter and whatnot is people fucking misspeaking on a public platform and then losing everything. So yeah. Yeah. So it's, 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 it is. And also just sensitivity. Like, well, that's it. I don't know who's listening, but there might be someone out there that go, listen, I had some experience and you guys are being very flippant about Louis C.K. And so like I as like, you know, the host of this podcast, I don't want people to listen to it and be like, wow, those guys are fucking ignorant. You know, like where's the empathy? So there is that. Are you calling the Aziz thing a bad date? I don't know if that's maybe the best way to frame it. Yeah. I mean, what? Actually, okay, that, let's. Uh, it, you, you, well, you well, he was that. accused of like sexual misconduct. And again, who like, uh, Aziz was. Yeah. Okay. And, or. Like, put, like, it's hard to recount these things that's happened years ago because yeah. I, I wish I could have, like, read up on it more recently because I don't remember all the details. And that's, I think, where I know. it gets yeah. sticky sometimes when we talk about stuff. Well, I don't think he was charged with sexual I don't misconduct. think I don't think he was charged, but somebody came out. And, and told a story, I think, where it, I, a lot of people were calling it a bad date. That was... Like, and that might be wrong. Maybe it was more than a bad date. It's still shitty. Like, somebody still had a shitty experience, and I think that you want to, like, you know. You don't want to belittle that person by dumbing it down to a bad date. One of the issues with even these conversations to begin with is because it's like, okay, so I said Aziz has already went on a bad date. Because I think I remember that headline or something. Like, I think that's where that word choice came from. But again, like, me saying that might might really trigger Maybe just say the woman had a terrible experience on her date. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, no, and that's probably that's more fair. But those two different ways of describing yeah, it I could know. be w- the difference in someone losing their mind over how we talk about it. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? No, no, to- so. no. And that's a really good point. Is that it's like I'm belittling a, a woman's like without just, intending without to. intending to, but but just because I didn't think hard enough about my word choice. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's a very good point. I think we'd all agree that any uh, broader conversation when it comes to broader. Like, <laughs> They're called women, Max. <laughs> <laughs> Erica? No, no. I, 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 I make sure people heard her laughing as well. Okay, okay. I did. There, there is degrees in crimes, though. There is murder, and then there's a bar fight. Yep. And it's, are you going to please yeah, everything it, the same when it comes? Brother, when it, if you get in a bar fight with me, it will be a murder. <laughs> <laughs> 